again. Because <laughs> I'm recycling the same fucking. Just use a background. Look the same anymore. Use a random background, dude. Nah. 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 Let's talk about this, your symptoms. What do you feel? What are you feeling right now? I'm cold. Cold because it's cold in the house. Did, what happened to your voice? I'm cold in the house because I'm in the house cold. No, 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 no. What happened to your voice? When? You just talk louder now. Because I got to talk over your ass. You fucking talk too much. No, you talk louder. Not. I'm not talking about the amount of time that we talk. I'm saying you talk louder now. Yeah. I have to talk over you because you're talking all the time. Maybe you should have something good to say and I'll let you talk. Talk about your new podcast. It's a conflict of interest. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> In a lot of ways. Why? Because we're not getting as many guests for some reason. There's two people who can get guests on this podcast. Yeah, and I know one has been getting a lot of them and another has another podcast. Yeah. So let's talk there's about a, There's a certain amount of guests and a, a certain uh, type of guests that can only do podcast during the week. You have been pretty outspoken about not wanting to do podcast during the week. How is it doing a podcast without me? Um, it's a loaded. It's great. Actually. You, should go the, you should go the other way. <laughs> I love it, actually. Uh, it's different. Like I think our best podcasts are of just me and you talking. You know what I mean? Just two people going back and forth. There's not a third. Like a third one adds a whole nother dynamic to the conversation. I think it's still good, but the conversation doesn't flow as well. Yeah. So it's it's fun doing one. I think you should do one. You have all the equipment here anyway. I don't know how to work any of this stuff. <laughs> not, clearly, your camera might fail. You better keep an eye on it too. No, I'm not going to, I don't, I don't, if it was a Nikon camera, we know this thing would be just lack of mule, just going, just going, just going. I heard lack, lack of what? No, like a mule. Okay, lack of, lack of mule, okay. (laughs) You should, you should do one. What's going on in your world, man? Man, I am just swamped up to my head with work. You know what I mean? I just... (laughs) trying to get a yeah i'm just trying to get ahead i'm just scratching and crawling and trying to get ahead and i just can't get there the minute i get three steps back someone pulls me 10 steps wait hold on let me say this again as soon as i get three steps forward someone pulls me 10 steps back okay so there's just no getting ahead in your future no i'm swamped yeah school sucks bro i wrote up to seven thousand words this week for finals like on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's how much on two of my classes, I had to write two papers. The other class was just one. What about you? Your school over yet or what? No, I have to write a big paper. Are you sick? I'm getting a weird vibe that you're sick right now. You just got to find out, I guess. I don't like this. I got to write a big paper. You need help? They had me reading so many books that I had to get one in audio. And I just finished it the other day. It took me a long time. It took me even longer to read. How many pages? Um, Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> Four. Was it at least interesting or an interesting book? That was really good. I was, that was the one I was recommending to you. Uh, it's called st- Homo Deus. Yeah. 
I got like four books in queue right now that I need to work through. So that's that's number five. Yeah, I think I'm getting better at listening to them because before, I mean, I definitely lose something by listening to them. I don't pick up everything I would if I read it. Yeah, Re- reading. I I read the Jordan Peterson book, and it's like seven. I don't know how many pages it is in book form, but on your phone, it's like eight hundred something pages, and that was tough to read. Do you think it's the same amount? Oh, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't think so. No. Does it look like the amount on a on a like on, on a book? What do you mean? Amount of words on a page of a book? No. Looks like there's a little It looks bit like it's formatted for a phone. Yeah. Oh, okay. So but that was tough. That's probably I need to do a better job. I wanted to go through the process of reading because I've been listening to so many. But I probably should have done an easier book to read because there's many pages that I had to go back and reread just because he talks the way he writes is pretty complicated for my ignorant brain to understand. He writes eloquently. Yeah, super. Yeah, he's a good writer. Yeah. Hell of a writer. Yeah, those books like that, I have to read over and over and over. Yeah. Like the sentences. There's a, a Stoic book on Marcus Aurelius I want to read. Why? Next. And I follow this Instagram account this called Stoics. And, you know, they post those really good one-liners that they apparently wrote down a time or two or something, or they said and someone quoted and they wrote it down. Um, and Marcus Aurelius seems pretty, pretty fascinated. Like Greek mythology or what? Yeah. I, I honestly don't know anything about it. I just have it in my queue. So. Interesting. That's my next book. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to have time. I always think about how, how many pages there are. I'm always like, I'll never finish this. And then yeah. I get discouraged to finish it. I like, I don't know. I like reading about stuff that I'm interested in. I guess is the best way to put it about like learning stuff and we're learning about how to work the cameras or figure out stuff on final cut, stuff like that. Or like, uh, I spent a lot of time researching stuff about cold plunges over the last like month, month and a half. I was like, man, if I could put just this much time into schoolwork, that'd be, I'd be like pretty damn smart. I saw you, didn't plug your thing in or something? I forgot. Yeah, because I unplug it. So my dad sent me a, a text one, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he said, uh, I can read it in his voice. You know what I mean? Like He's like, I hope you're unplugging that damn thing before you get in there because you can kill you. And I'm like, do you, like, the first thing that went to my head was damn. like, do you think I'm that stupid? <laughs> because I didn't know. <laughs> As I unplugged it. No, I unplugged it. Yeah. That's a good point. You unplug it. Did you not, were you not aware of that? You have to unplug it. I don't know. Really? I think that's just like a common, like general common sense thing. You, there's water and an electric thing and you have to unplug it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just, I don't think of that because you're using something that's meant for something else. Yeah, that's true. So you have to think a little more yeah. about it. You know, those other things that they're making, the plunges, they're, you keep them plugged in because they're designed for a person to be in water. I would still unplug them. I would still unplug them. Yeah, I'm trying to think of something else that's like that. That, I mean, even those little foot bath things, you plug those in, your feet are in water. So there's yeah, things but, that are meant for people to be in, but what you have is for like... <laughs> a deep freezer. Yeah, holding oh, meat like and most food. common. It's yeah. the most common way to take a... That people are using to take a cold plunge. Well, it's not supposed to have water in it either, right? It's just... Well, I mean, you have to... What's the word that a lot of uh, people use when... um, 
they don't say I've modified the cold plunge. They say I've, I've, uh, what's the word? They like, I, I, uh, I fabricated it. What's the word that we're I thought talking? modified would be a good one. No, there's another word that makes it sound like it's more than what it really is. Is that the one I like tore up the other day? What is it? It's not modified. It's kind of it's the same meaning. Did you do the the conversion? Oh, the convert it. Yeah, yeah, convert it. Yeah. I Did converted convert it? I converted it. But what it really amounts to is you're just caulking. Yeah. We the, had somebody the on the podcast, and they said that, and I said, R- "Really, what is it? You're you're cocking, you're cocking, and that's the oh, conversion. Jonathan, yeah, yeah. Like, from refi- well, yeah, I stole his idea. Well, I didn't steal his idea. I wanted to do it for a long time. He just helped me motivate me to do it. Um, but that's probably the the easiest way to do it. Otherwise, those other cold plungers are like six thousand, four thousand dollars, something crazy like that. And how much is a deep freezer? I bought this one used for like three hundred bucks. So, and then you have another one for your meat. Yeah. My other one, my other deep freezer is going empty. So what I'm thinking about doing is cleaning that one out and then using the smaller one because I can't, I can fully sit in where like it's above my shoulders. The water's above my shoulders, but like apparently the vagus nerve runs is it gets more um, sensitive at the back of your neck. And I really can't, get in my i mean i'm sure i'm a i'm sure i'm affecting my vagus nerve but i want to like get in like to my chin so i have my larger deep freeze that's pretty close to being empty so i'll probably convert that bad boy and i'll have both of them just get a snorkel and just go all the way under (laughs) swim there's a lot of people that do that well you gotta get the brain i bet you that's beneficial get your brain all cold yeah uh, i end so i I'll, i'll i'll do two to three minutes i have it set at 40 degrees right now and then I'll end my cold plunge with dunking my head in. So just once or holding it? Mm, just once. I'm a one time a dump. I'm a one time a dumper with dumper. One time of dumper. One pump and a dump. Or the yeah, that that too. That makes sense. Um Yeah. The, I wanna well, the next thing we're gonna get is a sauna. I've I've been like Oh hey. This podcast episode is brought to you by BCN Supplements. BCN Supplements is a Texas-based company that produces and manufactures everything right here in the great United States of America. The good thing is BCN caters to every single person on the fitness spectrum. Whether you're a seasoned hybrid athlete, kind of like myself, or you're a newbie just now starting to pay attention to your health, kind of like Mike, BCN has what you need to make a healthy choice. Lately, I've been using BCN's pre-workout mix and... To be honest, I'm not really a pre-workout guy because I don't like the way most on the market make you feel. You know, the crash and that tingly feeling. But you don't get any of that junk with BCN's pre-workout mix. I've noticed I had more focus during my lifts and more energy to carry through my longer workouts. And that pump you get is just, it's amazing. Drop what you're doing right now and go to bcnsubs.com to place your order today on this pre-workout mix. They got vitamins and they got collagen. And be sure to use promo code CWJM to receive 10% 10% off your next purchase. BCN Supplements, helping build a better you from the inside out. Minutes away from being too late from good ones on Instagram. Actually, Jonathan sends me, um, he sent me a couple of them, but I'll message, like they pop up, like we're moving out of Texas. Nice ones that are like $7,000 nice ones, like two people, three people saunas, and they're selling for 500 bucks just to get them out. They don't, they don't want them. Um, and I've been there, like, I got someone coming, like you just, someone just picked it up or yeah, shit. 
So I'm going to get one. That's the next one I'm going to get. I'm going to get a sauna, and I'll do the old back-to-back cold plunge to a sauna, sauna cold plunge, all that. Yeah, I was looking for one for a long time. On uh, I was even looking at getting it from, like, Home Depot and stuff. They have them. Oh, those, like, plastic ones? No, like the actual wooden ones that you that you build. Oh, really? Yeah, they have good brands, but you don't. they don't sell them in store, but you buy them online. Mm. I wasn't looking on there particularly. I was looking for them, and then a common thing vendor that was coming up was uh, Home Depot. Damn. So I was just going to – I didn't care about, like, saving a buck. I was just going to buy it, but um, I got out of it, I guess. I need to clear some stuff from the garage before I put something in there. You have a 220 outlet? No, I'd have to do that. Depends on what, what you get. I guess uh, infrared or whatever. One of them requires a 220. The other one doesn't. Well, I'm going to get a 220. What is the I, one that I does thought they, I thought they both require a 220. When I was looking, because I, I think infrared doesn't do 220 because it doesn't get as hot as the other one. Maybe. I don't know. Because you're looking at the other one, right? Yeah. What is the other one called? Just, a, I mean, a regular, the original. I don't know, the OG. Well... There's the infrared sauna, and then there's the... Dry heat? Yeah. That was it called? Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah. I'm not in... I don't think I'm into the cold plunge thing, but I've been always wanting a, a sauna. Yeah. Cold plunge is... I don't really know if it's benefiting me at all, but I feel like it is. So much so, I think I told you this last time, that I think I can give up coffee. I'm down to one cup of coffee a day now. And I don't really, I'm, I'm basically forcing myself to drink it out of habit. I just out of just, oh damn, I need to go do this thing. I think it's just a habit thing. Yeah. In the mornings when I wake up, I don't, I'm not drinking coffee anymore. I take a little bit of pre-workout, a little BCN, um, pre-workout stuff. But, and that's not even all the time either. I want to get, I want to get to a point where we can just do this full time. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Takes time. I'm drained. Are you are you just started a new job though? You, so you're in the, the you're, you're in the honeymoon the honeymoon phase right now, aren't you? Of the job? Yeah. A little bit. Everything's all hunky dory. It, w- it was Hey, what's up, Mike? Nice to see you, Mike. <laughs> hey buddy. <laughs> it's kinda closing in now though. It's like I'm starting to get real responsibilities. Yeah. So it's become. I mean, a, are they real responsibilities though? It, this this job is definitely however you, however you take it. Like so, however you want to work it, you could be just a piece of shit, or you could like, you know, put the time it, in and, and and fulfill the job responsibilities. That's like that's, that's every job though, right? Kinda. I mean, you can't fake most jobs. It, at my last job, it was fighting fires, and if that fire's still going, then you're not doing your job. But at this one, it's like, I don't. Not a whole lot of people notice. For a while, I think if you were to just not do anything, you're doing a lot. Of, air quotes. You're doing a lot of stuff in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It's definitely what you make it. This type of service type stuff is like, however much you want to get involved or how little. But I'm trying. For, for me, it's like I want to, I want to do a good job and be effective. Yeah. So I'm more harder myself than probably, um, the management. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, because I'll I'll go home, I'll like leave late, and I'll be like sucked to my computer pretty much the whole time, and I'll just feel drained getting off, you know. At two o'clock. At two o'clock. <laughs> at noon. <laughs> at two o'clock but in the afternoon. I like it as fulfilling right now because the other, you know, it's in the other role for a long time. 
So now it's 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 cool because it's different. You seem stressed out a little bit. I think it's school. Uh, like it's waning on my mind right now. I have to get. I have to do school after this. Should we podcast. stop the podcast? I think we should stop. <laughs> <laughs> it. I. I don't know how you do it, but like when I know I have something to do, it kind of ruins me until it's done. You. You wait till your last minute kind of guy though. No, it's due Tuesday. I'm gonna do it today. To me, that's last minute. Well, the last one was just due not too long ago. Mm. I like like I'm a. If my teachers post the modules weeks ahead of time i'll i'll cram until i'm ahead yeah you know what i mean so i'm always except for one of these classes one of my classes they were post like the week of which i hate because that's the I, one i'm in right now i like to work ahead i'll stay up late at night in the beginning and wake up early in the morning and and uh and complete all those tasks or whatever yeah yeah, I've been getting it done a lot earlier here lately, and uh, this class only posts the week before, so it's like once you're done, you can't move to the next module. You have to wait. Yeah. So. It's a pain in the ass. How many more classes do you have? Forever. Really? You still yeah. have a bunch? You and James being able to finish your stuff pretty quickly because y'all have those mini-mesters. Yeah. Finish them quick. I, ju- I guess I just have a lot to do. How many? I don't know. I think I'm graduating in 2026 or something. Really? I don't know. No way. That's what the calculation was, but man, I'm doing a whole lot of classes. How many like. classes are you taking a mini semester? Two a semester. So you take you end up taking four. Well, four there's three there's three there's three semesters, right? In a year. Well, I mean, if you count summer, yeah. Yeah, so I'm doing six a year. I did two this summer. Wait, so you don't take them cuz I thought your courses were split up or your, your semesters were split up, like regular semesters are what, 16 weeks? And then, so your semesters are split up one, you have like an A is the first eight, and then yeah. the B is the second. And I take a class within it, but it's still a semester. So oh, I'm so taking, you're taking one class per semester. I'm taking two. I'm taking one in A and one in B. It's still just one semester, so I mean. they're shorter classes, but okay. still same credits. Okay, I think Hickey's taking like two or three in those mini-mesters. Yeah. I think that's why he's finishing so quickly. Yeah. Yeah, he's been on it. Uh, he's almost done. We're, I think he's going to graduate, um, I think, this the fall. So I graduate next summer. I think he said, what, next spring? Because spring summer. Yeah, so next spring, I think he said. Or maybe next summer. I don't know. Depends on how many classes he takes. Yeah. yeah I barely want to do the ones I'm doing now. Uh, <laughs> so I'm on I'm on a Dan Hill run. I'm kind of like, I'm kind of excited. Not excited. I hate school. My thoughts about the education system are still the same i don't it's a waste of time for me but i'm excited that i'm getting i can see the light i can see the light. now the rain's gone yeah and i can then i can do podcasts all the time you just gotta fill it with something else no podcast podcast youtube videos podcast you gotta go for it's, your master's degree or no. i bet no mba no nah hey nah i bet you go for your mba not immediately after, but I no, bet you do. I have no, there's no. You're going to get high, higher up. They're like, hey, you need your MBA. No, I don't. No, I'm, I'll be, I'll be able to get plenty high enough where I want to go doing YouTube videos. You're going to be a doctor. And you're like, look back. Like, what the fuck just happened? You have a lab coat on. <laughs> no. You're doing surgery on someone. No. And maybe if, if we weren't doing podcasts and YouTube videos and all this bullshit, maybe. I would have the drive to want to do 
my masters, but I don't want to. I I still feel the same. Like I get smarter learning the things that I want to learn on my own, not the teachers forcing me to read a curriculum or learn about something that I I don't care. Like all like for engineering, all of my classes, a lot of the things I'm doing or I have learned doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. Just at work, you know. I've taken some pretty cool classes at work, like related to Microsoft Azure, um, some Google Analytics classes because Dow has the hookup. So I've taken some pretty cool classes. Those are fun because it kind of relates to work, and then I like you know the technology portion of it. So those have been fun. Yeah. Have you taken anything? Not like at that? work. No. The last this class I'm taking now is like the history of technology, and it has a lot of psychology in it too, and um, they. I think we talked about this before. They're like the, they're saying that the studies show that it's like, uh, not the study show, but that a lot of psychologists think that uh, we don't have free will. Like the decisions we make are all predetermined. Mm. And so there was a test done a while back where they had like a yes or a no button and uh, they would ask the people questions and um, they had these spots or examine these spots in, the, in their brain and it would light up seconds before they would actually press yes or no. So they can basically tell the person what they decided before they decided it. So you say that and then you think, well, maybe that spot that's lighting up in my head is me deciding. And this just takes a while for those messages to go and, uh, and for me to t- press the button Anyways, they they had this uh, example of how this could be. It's like um, they have this thing called a robo rat, and uh, there's these. They hook this rat up, and it has these hits these certain points of the brain where it tells it like basically what rewards. It's like a reward system where it like tells it needs it wants to do it. So basically, it can they can make the rat go right, left, climb up things, um, and do things that it doesn't want to do. Mm. So rats don't like jumping from high places down, down to a lower area. So it can make, it can, it can make the rat do that and it it can make it want to do that. So they were saying in the, in the book, it's like, you know, if you were to ask that rat, the same thing as if you rat, ask us, you know, like, do you have free will? He's like, sure. You know, I can go right. I can go left. You know, I can climb up this. I can do whatever I want. But really the scientists are, are telling it what it wants to do. And it knows no different because it thinks it wants to do it. So, uh, how does it relate to us? Give us an example. Give just me. to just to think if that if that point in your brain when that person was pressing yes or no isn't really us, mm. isn't really our free will, and we're being told you know seconds before what we want. It's all predetermined. So, like uh, Sam Smith, the one that goes on Rogan all the time, he's a big believer that we don't have free will. Gosh, I and he's like a big can, meditator. He's all about mind, all I that feel stuff. I like can argue both ways to it, though. You can, and you, if I think about it, I think that that's just our brain processing the answer that we want. We're, we're wanting to choose because I feel like, from a, like a scientific standpoint, that's not that doesn't have hold a lot of weight. Yeah, I mean, the, and uh, the way you were raised, the morals and values, and you know the ethics that you have that affects the way the the decisions you make. You know what I mean? But it could, all that stuff could always be predetermined. No matter what, it would happen over and over. So who, who's predetermined it though? Who's 
That's where you don't know. That's okay. That's where I'm lost. Right that's where you don't know. But they have a. Uh, it's it's crazy because because uh, you can do the same thing for a human. You can make they have these helmets that you can put on, and it it does the same thing. It like triggers those areas of the brain, like the reward centers, and it can basically make you want anything that maybe things you wouldn't want. But you could do that in a you know form of military where like you you're telling them what target you want to go to. They had, they had another experiment where they did they did like a VR where they went in and um, you had to shoot you know, people that were on the opposing side and, uh, they had like an ex military person go in and do it and, um, without anything. Mm. And they're like, all right. So there's like a 30 or 40 minute simulation. And this, uh, they went through the simulation again, but this time put this helmet on this helmet. Basically, um, there's like the narrating side of your brain. And then there's the experience side, the narration sides, like what tells you like, um, you're not good enough or like just all the things that it could be positive things too, but it's like a lot of things that st- prevent you from like going forward or, or making a quicker decision. So this helmet basically does that. It kind of shuts off those inner voices. And so basically the uh, participant afterwards said that that time went by real quick and took the helmet off and asked the the people observing her like, you know, how'd I do it? It went, went by so quick. And, um, they were like, you hit every one of the targets. Mm. And before she had about like two or three of them because she just got kind of nervous and all those inner voices. So that changed that, uh, participants, uh, kind of view of life after that point, because she's like, you know, what are all these, where are all these inner voices coming from? And, and why do I have them? And, and they, it's so nice not to have them all the time. So now they have this, you know, technology that's coming up that we right now it's a helmet, which you wouldn't want to have, but that would be like a sort of meditation and you can keep your mind, uh, at the task at hand. So like if you wanted to go to work or whatever and just, you know, do something like this, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be distracted by anything or have these thoughts in your head. You just kind of get, it'd be like a way to be really productive, but it's kind of scary too. Cause it doesn't have your like conscious, but this this book Homo Deus it goes into like what's gonna be important as we progress because we're just we're like the best processing machines in the world right now. But now when AI hits, it's it's gonna process information way better than us, and we're gonna just be um, become obsolete. And then the only argument would be, what's better, um, consciousness or um, or uh, the ability to you know process information like because consciousness doesn't help with pr- like productivity or anything or like getting ahead so they're saying that that's going to be just basically a um a unnecessary human function that's no longer important your um your story about AI. Did you see the story that came out this week about Google firing an engineer who said that they've developed AI technology that was sentient? Meaning that it had consciousness? That was a long time ago though, right? No, this just recently. They fired another person? Remember the other person said that? I didn't remember. Let's see. Look, so this is from our trustworthy um, friends at CNN. Google has fired the engineer who claimed an unreleased AI system had become sentient. The company confirmed saying he violated employment and data security policies. Blake Lamone, a software engineer for Google, claimed that 
a conversation technology called, uh, the, I don't know what it's, LAMDA, L-A-M-D-A, had reached a level of consciousness after exchanging thousands of messages with it. Google confirmed that it had its first put the engineer on leave in June, blah, blah, blah. Let's see. What sort of, uh, let's see. Google is one of the leaders in innovating AI or yeah, innovative AI technology, which includes this La MDA, which is a language model for dialogue application technology, like this response to written prompts by finding patterns and predicting sequences of words from large swaths of text. And the results can be disturbing for humans. Because um, I don't know, it's pretty scary, dude. Like they say in the book. All an organism is is an algorithm. They've um, they they like we're an algorithm. They say an yeah an organism is essentially an algorithm. So anything that an organism is can be repeated with technology as an algorithm. So there, other than you know consciousness or whatever these like inner thoughts, all this stuff that that may if if like if like the AI were to determine what's best for the world or whatever, would it even be important that, you know, we have this kind of conscious mind? That's what's that. That's what separates us though. Right. Cause AI doesn't have a conscience. Yeah. But is it important to have a conscience? I think that's what drives the, the decision for doing the right or the wrong thing. Right. For, yeah. For, for humans. But once the AI is not going to be a human anymore and it's not going to care about human values anymore. Humans like, that's like, like thinking about, I guess when the dinosaurs took over the world, you know, we don't care about what they, you know, they think or to a point, you know, with animals, you know, we don't, we really don't value what they, what they think either. We kind of use them as a, as a product. So it's like if, if the AI was, on top of the apex, you know, the top of the food chain, then it it wouldn't value human um, functions or thoughts or faculty, like the conscious mind. So if it could, if if it, it can do all of these things, then the, in the grand scheme of things, the consciousness is an important or valuable. So how would it undermine humans though in the future? Because I, I get, I mean, if we're all in, if we'll all end up being connected to some type of platform or some type of computer in the future, I guess that's the wave that it can take control over us. But if we maintain some type of separation between us, man and machine, then it really can't supersede us. Right. Uh, if it has the power to create and weaponize and it shoots us, but if it, if it kills us, it's going to kill itself. No. Yeah. It, long, it long, haven't you seen the matrix as long as nobody turns it off and i think it it get like in the matrix it's like pretty impossible to turn off it's it's got all these different backups and things like that i don't know that's scary dude it is i you don't need to read that book though the book is I want to. really good it goes i don't, over a lot I don't of think stuff. we'll see that in our lifetime and our no, lifetime and they kind of talk about that in that book too this is author of like um sapiens and, and he has a really good outlook on this but you try to get him on the old cast he's pretty popular um have you reached but, out not yet well mike he 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 goes and he didn't you know he doesn't think that is in our 
uh, generation is going to happen, but but it's going to pick up quick, and it and the things that we need now aren't going to be the things that we need, you know, in in twenty years. Like what? Some examples. Mm. Give me some concrete data here. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to put. Just read this damn book, man. I just listened to the book. It'd be better if I read it. (laughs) (laughs) Like what? Like uh, like food. Like they were they were talking about some like in the stock market. Yeah. Um, when you can really get a good view of how the world is functioning, you can be really good at the stock market. But a a person cannot computate everything that's going on. Nancy Pelosi can. It needs it needs a good algorithm that can that can kind of forecast what's going on. So they mentioned, um, and I think I I forget what stock it was, but um, something told. Um, oh, so I, I think another country hacked into. Um, man, I, I'm going to speak. It's like basically hacked into the stock market and told and told it that this one thing wasn't doing as good as it was, and it ended up. Um, selling its stock like crazy yeah but it just got hacked but the algorithm is so good and recognizing this that it um within like it, it lost it lost like a couple million dollars but within three minutes it got all of its um, money money and stock back but it was something that if it didn't pick up so quickly that they would have they could have lost all of their stock in the company but these little cyber hacks are or something that algorithms are helping with yeah, and detecting, um, yeah, like a difference. Like if something something's changed in in the process, it can pick up on it real quick. Whereas a human, like human, like I feel like uh, what it, what what it was talking about is that the reason humans are on top because of their processing power, and this is kind of like what we do at work, right? We're just like finding ways to look at data more effectively to make better decisions. But algorithms can do it, you know you know things that we can't do in a lifetime they can do in a couple seconds true yeah but they they can look at data and conceptualize it for us but they can't make decisions yet i guess yeah unless they got unless they build a robot that can make that can do something physically but they can't physically do something in our world yet yeah there's so there's that's where they said it's going to get a little weird is like in the de- in the decision making and how you're starting to give up your information more and so it's going to be able to like um, you know tell if a flu pandemic's coming fa- faster than the World Health, Health Organization because it'll start reading uh, everybody in the world's emails and start you know looking for keywords like flu and thing and it can kind of pick up that you know the flu the flu's coming here a little quicker or whatever um, but. One thing, example that they were given is like, you know, like Waze, you know, Waze, when you, when you put in your address that you want to go to, um, you determine all of the moves, but eventually that's going to become kind of a hassle because everything's just going to be easier and easier. Like, Oh, just, you know, just kind of drive me there. But right now we have the option. So if it like tells you, Hey, you know, let's, um, we can reroute you and save you some time or we can reroute you and avoid traffic. And then it said it gets in a kind of gray area when you know that the, you know that the, uh, the highway is building up and you know, this reroute is going to save you time and traffic, 
but what does Google or whatever platform you're using, how do they determine who gets the good information? And so there's going to be a point where things like that, where you can benefit from it, who's going to decide who gets the better route and saves the time. That's almost like the uh, social credit system thing yeah. that's being that talked might get, about in China right now. In China right now, that might get a thing too. Like if you have a better social credit score, then you get to get home earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought you were going to go to like. Um, right now, we get to choose our path. Like if we put in a an address, we 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 start giving up more and more of the decisions, and then eventually, it's just picking the best thing that it knows to do based on the way you like things. And then it can, it can search the world too. And like how everybody kind of likes things and it kind of make calculate this one thing. So eventually you'll say, okay, I don't care. And then eventually you'll be like, well, don't take the reroute. I'd rather just stay on this road. And then eventually you'll be like, you know what, just get me there at whatever cost. And I don't really want to. And then eventually when it has that administrative status, it could take you somewhere that, you know, that, doesn't save you time at all and it just you know what's kind of scary is there's been a couple of fridays where i'm either well i always come here friday to do a podcast right typically but there's been fridays where you've been out of town or or we don't have one scheduled so we go get coffee at refined and every friday it gives me i turn on my car my truck it tells me how long it is to get here. Yeah. But on the Fridays that I'm not coming, it takes me to refine because it knows I'm going to refine. Mm. How the fuck does it do that? Smart, man. Like it's like listening to me, like yeah. me and Kelly, or it it looks at our calendars, our, our Google calendar. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, so he's not going. Mike's going to be here this week, so John's not going there. <laughs> you know what I mean? it's starting to it's, do that it's starting to do that already. once it's connected to everything it's gonna know yeah, they say it's out. gonna know you better than you know you just by all your data especially once you're hooked up to the, like the biometrics like your watch yeah. and then I'll, you'll hook up um you know it keeps track of your steps and and then um all your emails will start you know reading all your emails and then the big thing was like uh like a dating website or like it it, it would be the best at matching you up with somebody so it would be like, you know, like David and, and, and John or whatever, talking to, a, you know, females like, you know, I can see by all of your emails and interactions that, you know, this is probably the better person for you. And based on global st- statistical data that I've gathered in a couple seconds, you know, this is probably the best person for you. And then, and it says, and it gives like the ratio, like, you know, David, 90%, John, 50%. Here's, here's but then it says... In this book or whatever, and it says, "But I know you wanted me to pick John because he's more attractive. But I uh, statistically, you will not uh, do well long term with John." So it's like, here's the problem, though. Okay, who's controlling the data? Well, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Because all that shit can be fucked with, just like it with spreadsheets at work. Well, that's we the can- problem. Who owns and controls the algorithm? That's gonna be the problem yeah. because it could be for a greater good. But what is what is it what it's a, what is its target like? What is its what is the ultimate goal of the algorithm? Does it help people, or is it you know is there like malicious intent? 
Yeah. Did you listen to the Rogan and Theo Vaughn podcast? I don't want to. I saw it came out. That's a good one, dude. Theo Vaughn's so funny. But Rogan reads the terms and conditions of TikTok. The whole, all of them? The scary points that like were pretty alarming. But TikTok can access your files within your device, on the device. So not just within the app itself, but it can access files. It tracks keystrokes and rhythms of of you typing so it knows what you're typing it access it associates your device with other devices that you own so if you have a macbook and you use an iphone it knows that a macbook is your macbook and it could track you off of that macbook track you know get your data off of that there was a there was like four or five things that were pretty scary about it and um I'm not going to stop using it, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's the trade-off. What did he say? Did he say, is he on TikTok? Um, he's not, but his his kids are. That's what you, the price you pay, like, well, how, what's, what's, what's it worth to you? And like, if you delete it, is it really gone? That's what I want to know. Because a lot of people, like, like that little thing you're going to use to, like, use the words like the to close captions. Yeah. So like it does something real small, but then you read the terms and conditions and it does all the shit, but like you want it right now yeah. and they know you probably want it and you're just like, fuck it. Yeah. And then they can, they probably copy all the shit in your phone and have it. Cause there's so much, there's not a lack of storage anymore with the cloud. Yeah. So they probably just rip on through your phone, grab everything you got and put it in your little John Alba folder, um, well, in the cloud. On. Thank you. We'll yeah. hold on to this. And they probably just, you know, whatever app just gathers it, throws it in the John Alba folder, and then something goes in and determines what kind of person you are, what your political beliefs are, what your sexual orientation is, what your schedule is, and then at any point they just be like, at 225, John will be on Highway 288. Well, that's a fucking lie. And if they just wanted to get a sniper and just like freaking fire off at the exact time that will predict exactly as you drive down the road. Yeah, but what vehicle am I going to be in? They'll have a... They don't know. Well, they know your head height will be about the same for uh, yeah, in the Honda in the Honda Element compared or Honda. I don't have a Honda Element, so... I don't want to say your actual car. Huh? Yeah, our thousands of listeners are going to... Thousands. My, my, <laughs> 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 well, that's, why, that's what that joke was. That wasn't good enough. You should okay. have said millions. Okay. Um... Well, thanks for sending me through depression real quick. Oh, after listening to the book, I was I was like, okay, well, why am I even <laughs> doing this? Yeah. Why am I even working anymore if I'm not going to be the one doing this? You're going to be a slave, slave to technology. That's so sad. You know, like, that's how we treated, you know, animals and stuff. Like, it's just like, it's just like a um, something to help us progress. And so after a while, you know, we won't even be any robot with AI and, all these universal algorithms that are going to be put in to, for them to to do the work. They said by I think twenty the twenty I think it's twenty fifty fifty uh, percent of the job market's going to be gone because it's been because of automation. Yeah, automation. like it's going to be ro- robotics and I mean like the uh, for, of course like the trucking industry like it's going to all be. Autonomous trucking. How though? I don't think we can fully have autonomous vehicles until we have autonomous roads. Well, 
You know what I mean? The thing that says is like everything's going to be connected. So like eventually all the cars will be able to talk to each other too. So like when you're driving, it'll read data from another car and it'll be like, you know, it'll, it'll know what it's doing and then it'll just be even more safe. It's like iRobot. Because right, right now it's just going to be cameras and it's like, oh, you know, like making the best determination, like if it needs to stop or speed up or whatever. But when all the cars are connected, it, you'd have a way better outcome of, you know, safety and things like that because you know exactly what the other cars are doing rather than just distances and, you know, measuring things. But But they said it's... Basically, the goal is to connect everything and then eventually across the the galaxy too, like for to populate Mars or whatever, everything would be connected with one, everything, like especially like, you know, with humans and, and uh, Elon doing the uh, Neuralink, humans would be connected and um, it'd be a lot quicker like information transfer because that's, that's what they said, America, you know, progressed so quick because of, we shared information quickly, whereas other countries don't share information freely like um, like America has. So that's how they progressed as fast as they have. So the more you share, the more you start to uh, develop technologically. We're gonna we're gonna all get hit by an asteroid soon anyway. It won't matter, right? Yeah. What's the theory called that civilization, you know, a few thousand years ago was pretty intelligent like even back in the pyramid days like that's how they built the pyramids because they had such robust technology but they got hit by an asteroid i think yeah i think they were i think they were as advanced or more than us and just got taken out in the grand scheme of things have you been have you heard anything like that like they're they're digging up civilizations that yeah what's that guy's name that goes on rogan the archaeologist something bell not bell anyways yeah like in the amazon yeah, they're, they're seeing like cities that were technologically advanced, but yeah. buried into the the ground. I would add to do this paper on NASA, where um, he split the class in half and said, uh, you know, whether we believe that NASA is truly protecting, making every effort to protect us from like meteors, asteroids. And um, so he divided the class and gave gave you your opinion. So mine was no, and gave other people yes or whatever. And then you would comment on each other based off of um, research that you did. <clears throat> and man, I thought we had um, a better system. But like, if you were to, uh, so what they do is they 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 call them neos, um, near Earth objects, and so. That's basically what's near Earth, and that could potentially come in and you know be an asteroid, a meteor that comes in and hits the Earth. Um, everything that we know today was observed by telescope, so there's no like radar technology that goes up and like maps out the sky and then finds everything. And what they do, they have them, they they cat- they put it in a um, catalog and they catalog all of them. And so they'll do just math and determine where they're going, and then they'll look in the telescope and then see where they're at. But uh, I think the statistic was that it's they've only gotten like a, a quarter of all that exists mm-hmm. in this amount of time. So we don't even know. And there's only a certain distance that you can even see. So it's like um, you can't you can't see so many hundreds of thousands of feet out or whatever, whatever it is. I'm not even going to try but 
so we can only see them kind of at a closer distance. You can't observe during the daytime. Most of the time you can't deserve, you have to, it has to be at night because the telescope. So if something was coming our way, you know, you, you can only observe it at night, but say, you, say you looked at it at night and you could start seeing that its trajectory tra- trajectory was coming towards the earth. There's no way to do anything at this moment. So, It'd have to be real close for you to identify. And I think they can only, as of now, they can only give you about two hours a heads up. For um, And all you do is you just notify people in the area that where, where it was going and they can try to evacuate. But they don't have anything. They don't have like, they don't shoot rockets or like, like they said that it travels so fast that it, you couldn't shoot a rocket and, and blow it up or whatever. So I think this year, this year, they're going to trial something um, for defense over meteors and asteroids that had gotten scrapped a couple of years ago, but they're going to try to do it. I think it's in September. They're going to send a rocket, like a, a spaceship up there, and they're going to go and they're going to run into it. They're going to find one and they're going to run into it to change its path. But other than that, over all these years, this is what we have. It's just we're going to send a spaceship up. We're just going to crash into it. Yeah. I think I heard somebody on Rogan talking about that. I thought there was a website, though, that showed the tra- the trajectory of, of asteroids. Like, there was a, like, I don't know if it's a live website or, yeah, like, a video or whatever. But I thought there was a website that tracked asteroids, and then it could show you, like, how many thousands of asteroids are close to It's all Earth. calculations, though. Okay. It's not like what you're seeing is, like, real-time, like, radar frequencies that are going off in space and what you see is up there it's all calculations of where it could go you would think with all those damn satellites we have up there there'd be something developed that could be tracked you think they said they don't have a a strong enough power source to power a a type of radar like that sounds like texas i I put in the thing i was like let's you know i don't know why we're funding NASA anymore let's go and just hand this off to elon and figure it out what'd they say the people on the yes side, after reading all the information, they had not not a leg to stand on. There's like really nothing that we've done up until this point. You know, we know how you know we've tracked some, and we know more about space. But I mean, even if we identify one coming our way, we have no plan. We have no uh, strategy to like go and protect us. Yeah, because one, the whole conversation was I think in Russia. In 2000, I think it was 2011 maybe, there was one that nobody knew about and it, and a meteor came in and then it exploded before it actually, I think exploded in our, um, so it, it didn't come straight down, it exploded when it hit our atmosphere, but nobody knew it was like coming or like a, it was anything and it was kind of a big deal. So that led to, I think the revamp of protecting the world um, as far as NASA goes. Yeah, but I never. I always thought, you know, watching movies, we got this shit figured out. If one comes, we'll just we fire a nuke at it or something, or you know, heat tracing shit or whatever. But like they said, that there's not a rocket that can follow it or keep up with it and break it apart. What about the volcano in Yellowstone? That's another thing like, to worry about. Yeah. What are the like the top three? So there's asteroids. That's probably my number one that I lay awake at night and think about, but. What about so there's Yellowstone? What what else? COVID. 
<laughs> that's what you have right now. You're just talking about just, I mean, that's natural, a real one, but like natural disasters or, you know, something that's created by Mother Earth. Probably have some other volcanoes somewhere. Besides, you can't, you can't use another volcano. Is that considered, is Yellowstone considered a volcano? That's what it is, isn't it? I don't know. I thought yeah. it was a geyser. I don't know what that is. I don't know. It has a different name, so I thought it'd be different. I think it's a volcano. I think I'm okay because, like, with all that stuff, the only thing that drives your emotion is if you have memory of, like, your me- so if your memory's wiped out, you don't even know if you've ever existed. You know what I mean? Have you thought about that? Like, yeah, the only thing way. that keeps you, like, you know, when you worry about something that's going on or whatever, um, you think about your past and everything that you led up to this point. You worry about, like, losing your life from, like, a natural natural disaster. But if, if something were to happen, it's going to be so quick, and I think it just, without your memory, you don't know who you are anyways or who your friends are or what your past is. I don't really ever worry about myself. I worry about my kids. Yeah. So, like, I don't want them to feel anything. Yeah. Not just, like, natural disasters, but that's, you know, just everyday life. That's what I worry about. It's like you're constantly thinking about them. Well, if it's that kind of disaster, I feel like, Every, you know, everybody just will chip will turn off in their head and and they won't have any. Once it happens, it's, I would think you just don't have any memory of what even happened or I don't, you know, depend on your religion, where you go or whatever. But yeah, so I was watching um, Bill Burr over the weekend. We were staying with my parents and my grandma. She's pretty, um, I don't know what. Uh, Christian I guess is is what she is but you know she's don't cuss around my grandma and that kind of thing and uh, he said have you ever heard of Bill Burr stand up yeah yeah okay he's constantly saying fucker and going on rants and stuff and I turned it on and two seconds into it he's like motherfucker and my grandma's like excuse me like she came over there and she's like don't I can't believe you're putting that stuff on and that's not the word of God and blah 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 and I was like I'm a little older now, you know what I mean? So I can talk talk him shit back. I was like, Grandma, you know how many kids the church molested over the years? What the hell? <laughs> I was like, there's more. Uh, she was talking about something about how, like, that's not a godly man or something. And I was like, you know how many godly men molested kids over the years that are that are in church? And she, she didn't know. She's like, I don't know what to think about that, mijo. She said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, don't tell me about Bill Burr. Like, Bill Burr is like... A good guy. A lot of preachers are bad guys, though. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> She's like, okay, but just turn it down. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you win. You win. You win. You win. You win. You win. You son of a bitch. You want a galleta? You want a galleta? Oh, como se cita? Por qué toma liga todo el Lo de siempre, por qué toma That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know how we got on that. I don't know how that's that's gone on so long too. Like the whole Vatican and and just all of the yeah touching the boys and they just they just let it go. They just so like the Vatican City. I heard they just changed their laws to where at the age of consent, like the age of consent no up way. to like three years ago, was like twelve or something. Or 10 years ago, something crazy, like pretty recent, the age of consent. Let's Google this. And it's gotten lower now? No, they raised it up finally. 
Oh, it's like 18 or something? 14. <laughs> That's great. Why do you think that happens all the time? Because they can't, they can't marry, right? The priests can't marry or... I don't know how to Google. You know what I mean? Yeah. The priest can't marry. So then they, they that's like a thing that they can do that they'll feel good about. For This is from the Gay Star News. The Vatican City. Gay Star, that's pretty rep- reputable, huh? Yeah. Gay Star News. The Vatican City raises age of consent from 12 to 18 uh, following scandals. And this story was from 2013. Those boys <laughs> they're messing with are... Even younger than 12, though. Yeah. So, I mean, 12 is old for them, I think. So, I'm wondering, you know, like, yeah, they can't have a wife. They can't date or whatever as a priest. So, do you think they think as, like, boys as a loophole? Or is there something deeper to it? What, oh, what is I don't know, man. Why do, why do they all do that? I don't know. I can't. That's something I cannot. Is there are there girls in the church? I, that is it only I'm boys? Not, I imagine. I don't know enough let's about. What, let's see what Gay Star News says about it. Let's see what Gay Star News has to say about this. Because that's a uh, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe. Oh my fro my phone froze up. Yeah, you're typing in some bad shit on on Dallas phone. I don't know, but. Yeah. Hey, this this uh, previous uh, crimes would have been punished with a maximum sentence of three to ten years. That's it. So you think about that, like here in like America or whatever, or anywhere really. If you if you did that and got caught, you go to you go to prison, right? For if you make it to prison alive, yeah, for a long time. Yeah. Even if well, you even make if it to prison, to, you're yeah. gonna they're gonna fucking even the criminals, like the people that commit the most heinous crimes in the world right they uh-huh. kill their mothers right there's people out there that do some crazy shit but when you go to prison for molest for molestation chances are you're gonna die like even the criminals have like hey motherfucker like yeah we don't do that we, we can do, a, do this. we do a lot yeah we do a lot of shit we don't do this shit you can kill your mom but don't fucking touch a kid yeah yeah we got morals here <laughs> what is but what happens to the priest? I don't ever hear nothing. They, they, they don't, move churches. That's it. That's it. So why is there no? Why don't, why don't they get in trouble? Because there's like a, a a law. There's a there's a thing that you're untouchable when you're a priest. So you can do anything. You're just just you're just considered a godly vessel. You can do like oh God wanted you to do that. Don't you think when they go to that other church or whatever, they're gonna hear those stories and then they probably don't want to. Go to church with them. It's all, yeah. It's I don't I don't think so. I think everything is hush hush. I think that's why they've been able to do it for so long. They just don't talk about it. Yeah, it's like the whole Republican and and Democrat like debate. Both sides do some shady shit, but those sides don't talk about it. You know, the Democrats aren't talking anything about the Hunter Biden laptop. Republicans aren't saying anything about how shitty Donald Trump is. Like, it's just like, oh, we're going to keep this on the demo. You know what I mean? The Hunter Biden laptop, man. I love talking both sides of it, too. How has that gone on so far? So long without anything surfacing? I don't know. But can you imagine if it was Don Jr.? What do you keep looking at? You're distracted. I haven't looked at it in a while. Make sure we're testing it, remember? Okay. 
Don Jr. Can you imagine if it was Don Jr.? All the news around it. It would be it. it, it they would be talked about headline news on CNN, MSNBC. Do you think there's nothing in the laptop? No, they've because if there I was, mean, then re- it would surface. There's stuff has surfaced about uh, how many meetings Joe Biden has had with Hunter Biden's business associates in Ukraine and Russia. Um, Joe Biden or Hunter Biden calling, uh, or there's pictures of him taking drugs apparently and buying drugs. Um, some crazy stuff that's already been um, talked about, and. Every family has its, there's always a bad apple in the family, right? But you are the president of the United, like you can't have anyone in your family be that stupid. You know what I mean? There's like a, there's like a level, right? Like you can't, you can't have that in your family. I feel like the, for him to be able to hide this so well though, there's so many like, he didn't have control over everybody, and and they're not the best at hiding, you know. Thing, you know, ha- hackers, you know, they're gonna put it out there if they want. You know, if they that, get the information, that's um, how it's happening. Didn't it pass through a couple hands before they actually got the laptop? No, Hunter took it in to get his laptop yeah. fixed. So you don't think that guy copied that dude's whole? I'm sure. I'm sure he computer. Did. Yeah, I'm sure. We don't even know if that story is like a hundred percent. No, right. but we do have picture. Like we know, we don't know anything, right? Like hundred, like for sure. But we do have photos of Hunter Biden with with prostitutes doing cocaine. Like that's a for sure thing. Why would he take pictures of that? Because it's fun. Why don't he just do it and then not take pictures? <laughs> Who doesn't take a picture? He's like, shit. I got a lot of these things that can make pictures that might, can make my dad look real bad. Oh, right, he's Let not worried just about. Put that. him in this computer and then oh fuck, I. You know, looked at too much he's bad a, websites, and so I, I got to take it to the computer shop now. He's been a privileged person his entire life. So he probably doesn't think. That's the definition of privilege. Like when you hear people talking about certain genders or races being privileged and having a leg up on other minority groups, he's the definition of it. People like him. Yeah. If me and you did that stuff, we'd be fired from yeah. our jobs. You just don't take pictures. Yeah, I don't. Could you imagine? I don't take pictures. If someone took a picture of him doing that, he's like, come on, delete that hey, picture. Delete. Hey, come on, dude. Snap. He probably wants them. He probably wanted the pictures. Glory. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't you, though? Mm-mm. He can go back, you know, 20 years from now, like, oh, you remember these days? <laughs> remember when I was banging some, some BBs, FBGBN? You got a lot of acronyms now, huh? Fucking bitch, you're getting money. Okay, I get it now. Come on, bro. That's quick. You yeah. must say that a lot. To Lino. Yeah. yeah. Me and Lino just... If anybody needs to know, it's Lino. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Just FBGMs all day. What about hide and seek? Hide and seek is great, dude. You need to come play. It doesn't sound like they hide. They don't hide yet, but they know how to seek. Do they well. know about hiding their bodies? Or is it more about if their vision's covered, they're hidden? Like, do they know no. about their whole body needs to be hidden? I'm not just saying this because Lino is my son, but he's pretty fucking like crafty. He's pretty smart. Like, I thought the same thing. Like, how does he know 
how to hide himself like this. He had seen it somewhere, but the first time we witnessed him, like Mia doesn't really hide. She, she follows Lino, and if Lino will put the covers over him, Mia would just like, <laughs> she'll like lay in the covers, but her feet will be hanging out. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? She's not all, she doesn't really get it under, 100% yet, but Lino will, um, the first time that we realized it, we thought we lost. We were in the house. We were doing, I think I was cutting the grass, whatever. And we couldn't find him. We're like, where the fuck is he at? We couldn't, we searched everywhere, went outside. I was like, circle, I was freaking out. And then we started opening up doors and he was in the door underneath like the stairs, the stairway door and hiding. He opened it, closed it and was just waiting there. And just like with the look on his face, like, Oh my god! And we opened the door, and he immediately started laughing. Like, <laughs> How long was he in there? At least five minutes. Okay, sounded like he was in there for thirty minutes or it so. It seems that long whenever you think you've lost a child. Yeah. Did I tell you about the time um, when I I picked him up from daycare, and he locked me out of the truck? <laughs> Dude, so I pick him up from daycare, and I put I walk him to one side, right? We got two car seats. So I put them both in on the same side and I tell Lino to go get in his door, which he sits behind me, the passenger or the driver, and Mia sits behind the, the passenger seat. So I'm buckling Mia. Lino sitting down on his seat. I buckle Mia, close the door, and I walk around my truck. Okay. When I get to the back of my truck, I hear the tailgate lock. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I run around and Lino's in the front seat holding the steering wheel, laughing like, ha ha ha. when just having a grand old time, but that's how fast he is. I closed the back door, walked around from my tailgate. When I got to my tailgate, the truck locked. So he jumped out of his car seat, went into the front and locked it. He knows how to lock it. Or he knows he how to lock it. No, no, no. He knows how to lock it. He did, watches everything that we do. Did you, <laughs> I have to tell you something. Remind me that, but did he, did you laugh at this or were you pissed? No, I was pissed because I, I was scared. Like, I didn't know. I mean, the truck was on, you know, so it, it's, you know, I wasn't afraid of anything like that. But I I, I didn't, shit's running through my mind. Like, what's going to, you know, is he going to press the brake and somehow hit the, you know, the gear, put it in drive? So I'm like, Lena, open the door. Lena, and he's just, he's jumping from seat to seat, passenger seat. Lena, open the door. And then I start getting pretty mad. I'm like, and there's people walking out from the daycare, right? I'm like, Lino, open this goddamn door right now. I'm going to beat your ass. Like, And the moms are all looking at me, thinking I'm crazy. And then I think the moms call uh, the daycare people. The daycare people come out. And I was like, Lino, open the goddamn door. And he finally opened it up. But He unlocked parents, it? Yeah, he unlocked it. And he's smiling. like, And the daycare per- per- person laughed. There's a, like, we, some parents probably don't talk to their kids the way i talk like maybe not but that's just how we were raised like i'm gonna beat your ass if you do that like we yeah you we don't talk to you our don't kids. know how you're gonna get through to them some way you have to do it yeah we don't johnny now open the door johnny because i'll be we don't talk that'd my family a- doesn't communicate that way with each other we just don't we talk a lot of shit to each other i was when i was hanging out with my family this weekend i'm like Anyone can get it. I was around a lot of cousins, and I was like, "Shit, this is where it comes from." Like, everyone's talking to my aunts are talking shit to my my cousin. Like, everyone's just like, just getting it, bro. Like, and I was like, "Damn, this is where it comes from." You were talking about him uh, 
they were just watching you and be able to figure stuff out. Yeah. I was at work uh, the other day and this lady that was sitting next to me was like, damn it. And I was like, what? And she goes, my, my kids, they know my password to my computer already. And I was like, what do you have it written down somewhere? Goes, no, they watch me. And I said, isn't that a 14 character 16. password? And she's like, yeah, they just watch me and they get good at it. And I was like, how the hell? There's no way you could look at the, I mean, unless she's, you know, pecking the men. But if you're home rowing that thing, it'd be really hard to pick up on a 14 or 16 character password. Mia's, I think Mia is is just as crafty as Lino, but she's she's more of a rule follower. Lino's not a rule follower, but Lino, he'll instigate shit. You know, he's he's the instigator, and Mia follows. But he knows like the buttons on the TV remote. He knows how to turn it down. He knows how to turn it up. He knows how to turn it off. Like for watching TV, he he'll go in the back and like he'll grab the remote and he'll just turn it down. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I'm like, Lino, turn it back up. He's like, okay. And I'll turn it back up. He's a little shit, dude. Or he'll lock the door. He knows how to lock the the screen door so we can't get into the screen or screen porch. Yeah. A little shit, dude. Sounds like his daddy. A little shit, dude. Yeah. You want to call it or what? Mm-hmm. Sure do. Why? You got something to do? No. Yeah. I got homework to do. All right, I got pizza tonight. So, where are you going? I don't know. We don't you gotta order it in. Eh, you gotta get some good stuff. I don't know. I would invite you, but you're sick, so yeah, sick with it. Some Justin Bieber. Yeah, and you get out. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>